Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Wes Moore and Joe Franklin on 1037 The Buzz. All right, welcome in. Big weekend, four-day weekend. Glad to be back, Westmore Joe Franklin. It is out of bounds, and we got game tonight. It is game night. Arkansas and A and M. A and M or Arkansas, another double-digit favorite. No, Arkansas, another. You said it right the first time. A and M, a double-digit favorite. Arkansas, double-digit underdog. Once again, they covered Saturday, though. They, uh, play. I thought they played well Saturday, Joe. I was I was a little optimistic about the way they played. Is that where it is now that uh, people are thinking about with this basketball season? You're wanting to look at it from a wager standpoint. You get great wagers courtesy of Bet Saracen. So is that where it is? You look at it from that standpoint to say you're either going to go with Arkansas or go against them. Yeah, I think we all hate moral victories, but maybe where we are with this season right now, that when they can go on the road and when they're expected, and I think a lot of Razorback fans, I know my circle, expected Arkansas to get blown out and get embarrassed again. Uh, You know, the deck was kind of stacked against them Saturday. Mississippi State's good at home. Arkansas hasn't had any success in the hump in a long time. Mississippi State was off last week, so they had all week to prepare for Arkansas. I thought it was going to be ugly, and it wasn't. Uh, Arkansas hung in there. You know, they they got down a couple of times, and you thought, okay, here's yeah, where they're, they're going to go through that drought, and next thing you know, a, a six-point game is going to be a 16-point game. Didn't happen, and Arkansas just hung in there, kept fighting, and kept fighting, took the lead, and had a chance, had a chance at the very end to, you know, make a play and, and win it with less than a minute to go, or at least take the lead again with less than a minute to go, and our, our guy, L. Ellis, I thought he made a heck of a play, drove in, stopped in the lane, then dished it back out to Devo. I really wish Devo would have taken that shot. Uh, he was two of three from the three-point line up to that moment, and for some reason he didn't pull the trigger and drove in to where everybody was in the lane because when L drove in, it colla- everybody collapsed on him. He was able to throw it out to Devo. Take that shot. You know, I think that's a good quality shot. Feet set. Take that three. Instead, Devo drives in, try to get it to, you know, he, he tried to make a play and get it to Mitchell, but turnover happens, and, and that was really the ball game. Mississippi State hit their free throws, and Arkansas never had a, a, a good chance after that to, to take the lead or tie it up. You have to take the open shot when it is available, but Devo in that moment was being the team player that he is and trying to get somebody else involved. The first half made the difference in the game, because if the if you look at the scoring and the way it broke down, the second half was pretty much a, a wash where uh, I think Mississippi State outscored Arkansas by one or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it was the first half where they ended up coming up short. Arkansas outscored Mississippi State by one in the second half. So, yeah, first half was the difference in the game where Mississippi State goes to halftime with the lead. Saturday was crazy because, I don't know about you, but my uh – AT&T, internet went out. My Wi-Fi went out throughout the house. I'm watching the game in the first half, and all of a sudden just pop goes off. And I'm, I look at my wife, and she was working on her computer, and she's like, oh, this computer, it's so slow, I can't get anything to work. I'm like, I think the internet just went out. And then a couple seconds later, my daughter's like, I don't have any internet. I'm like, yep, internet's out in the whole house. So I'll go reset the router. Then I'm on the phone with AT&T. I'm trying to watch the game on my phone. It was just mass chaos. I'm like, that's why I should have went to walk-ons a little earlier and there watched the game. But during the post-game show, it came out, you know, some of our, our listeners on the post-game show, same thing happened to them. It was a mass outage and uh, a lot of people were scrambling trying to watch the game in the uh, second half. But yeah, I was I was having to watch it on my on my phone until I got to walk-ons. That's why a lot of people don't fully trust going streaming only and they still hang on to uh, some kind of platform mm-hmm. where you don't have to worry about just going to streaming only. 
where it's cable, satellite, something. That That's the chance you're taking because that could happen at any time. I think this is only the second time in now five years it's ever gone out at my house. The other time is when it was a newer neighborhood and construction in the neighborhood and it accidentally got cut. Uh, and so they had to come back and, and fix it. But uh, That had to be a big-time headache, too. Yeah, for everybody, yeah. But it, luckily, it was like only a day. And, and, and the Saturday, it was just a couple of hours, but still. How dependent we are on that now. Ooh. Everybody yes. is really dependent on having some Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. Uh, electricity, water, cable. You don't know how much you miss it until it's gone. And then you realize how dependent you are on it. Uh, so the Razorbacks tonight go to College Station, and once again, it's not a place where they've had a whole lot of success. 2019 is the last victory at College Station, and this is a, I hate to say a must-win game for A&M, but it's pretty darn close to it. The Aggies are 6-6, six and six, treading water in the SEC. Right now, I saw Lenardi has them on the bubble as the uh, one of the 11 seeds that do not have to play a playing game. Uh, so they're right there to where if they lost at home to Arkansas, they would be off of that bubble and maybe be on the outside looking in. And the schedule down the stretch is pretty tough for Texas A&M too. So this is a game they have to I said I wasn't going to say have to, but I think they have to win. The, the A&M knows they can't afford to lose to Arkansas at home. And I think, you know, with the way the first game went down in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas built a 20-point lead, and then A&M comes storming back, takes the lead. Remember, this is the game where uh, Tremont Mark hits the game winner with 1.1 seconds left. So I feel like A&M's got a little chip on their shoulder tonight. I, I don't feel good about this one at all. A&M is playing like that pretty much all season because of the fact that we saw down the stretch they did play really well, and it seemed like they had earned an NCAA tournament spot, and they didn't get in. So they've been there before, and now you come into this season not knowing exactly what you need to do, but the most important thing for them is to try to win each and every game and, and not leave it in the hands of the committee, which has been done before, where it looked like they did everything they need, needed to do, and they still came up short. So when that's happened to you before as a team, you're just trying to to take it out of the committee's hands at that point and leave no doubt that you deserve to be in. We'll talk more about the Aggies coming up. Let's take some phone calls, 661-1037. Phone lines are open, 661-1037. I guess maybe that's kind of our question of the day, how you feel like Arkansas will play tonight against Texas A&M. They're a 10 and a half. Let me look real quick. Check the uh, latest line from Bet Saracen. 11 and a half, 11 and a half point underdog. Same line as they went into the uh, previous Mississippi game. Mississippi State. Yep. Remember that one too? Start, well, this one started at 10 and a half also. Uh, I saw it last night at 10 and a half, went to 11 and a half, back to 10 and a half. Now it's back to 11 and a half. So it's been moving quite a bit. Um, they haven't settled on the number yet, but right now, 11 and a half dogs. Let's go to Jason in Hot Springs. Jason, what's up? Hey, Wes. Hey, uh, John. Yo, how you doing, man? Doing good. Uh, hey, Wes. Uh, I'm just talking about the baseball team going on. They won three out of four in uh, Fayetteville. They won um, four nothing on Sunday, so they want to they on um, three and one over the weekend. What's the ranking on the baseball team? Right, the rankings. Are we right up to number two this week? Yeah, one of the polls, D1 Baseball, and that's kind of the one I follow. I like the guys at D1 Baseball. They moved them up one spot to number two. Another one of the polls kept them at number two. Uh, I think there's a thir- there's three or four. There's four or five, actually, polls. They're anywhere from two to four, maybe five in one poll. But uh, D1 Baseball did move them up one spot to number two. Yes, because I know they are really, really good. Their pitching, pitching is really, really good. And... um. And I know that we got a busy, busy weekend with baseball. They got that um, they travel to Arlington. They've got that um, to uh, Oklahoma State. That's gonna be a good game. And they play the Michigan Wolverines on Sunday. How you? Uh, I want you to talk on that Wednesday baseball team coming up this weekend with the uh, Oklahoma State and the uh, Michigan this weekend. And the basketball team's gonna do. It's gonna be a really close one. I think A&M's gonna pull it out. I don't think A&M's gonna win that game. I think uh, they go. 
Right. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go baseball first. Pitching, um, you know, got off to a rough start with Hagen Smith, only lasted one inning. But then, uh, I, I tell you, maybe Big Mac McIntyre, Will McIntyre out of Bryant, may have been the you know one of the two best, three best stories of the uh, weekend. Two pitching performances out of the bullpen Friday and Monday. Gave up nothing but zero. Well, I gave up one run in uh, seven innings, I believe. You'll take that out of your bullpen every single day. Cody Frank came back from his torn lat muscle and looked outstanding. That was another big story. And then yesterday, I would say Colin Fisher, the true freshman out of Oklahoma, man, he came in and just put up zeros for five straight innings, and he, he made it look easy. Uh, they just kept hitting it at the Razorbacks. He didn't have a ton of strikeouts, but uh, a lot of first pitch outs and a lot of easy innings for Colin Fisher. It's one of those performances you're like, huh, maybe they got a little something there in case one of the guys for the weekend falters and doesn't turn out like they think. Uh, I guess maybe the wor- – well, Hagen Smith had the r- worst outing, but I don't think anybody's worried about Hagen Smith. Uh, Molina. Uh, had nine strikeouts, but he also gave up, I think, three earned runs in his last inning. They uh, That was one game they lost, and it was just a bad game, honestly. They had base running mistakes. They had a fielding mistake. They had too many walks from their pitchers, and they, they played the game poorly and deserved to lose that game because James Madison played well. Starting pitching is important. That's where the focus goes for most, but bullpen – pitching is valuable and so with some of those games where the starting pitching doesn't go deep into the game now you have to rely on that bullpen and that's why they're so valuable which you know sometimes is out of sight out of mind for most people because they're thinking about how good the starting pitchers are but the bullpen they're just as important Hagen Smith is so valuable as a Friday night guy because you expect to get once the season gets going and he gets his pitch count up there, you expect five at the worst from him. You're really thinking six, maybe seven. And that's that's a great way to get the series started because then all of a sudden, if you take care of business, then your bullpen only has to pitch a couple innings. And maybe he's done such a good job and your bats have done a good job and you're up, you know, six, seven runs and you don't have to use your key bullpen guys on Friday night. Then you come back on a Saturday and you got a fresh bullpen. So you've got a double advantage. You've already won a game and your bullpen's ready to go with your top guys. And then that's why it's so important to have it back. Brady Tiger next. Tiger gave you five innings. Look really good on game two on Saturday. And you know, you just keep pushing it back to where maybe you don't have to use your studs in the bullpen till Sunday. And normally, uh, SEC starters on a Sunday, it's that's when you see some double-digit games because their pitching staff, they're down to their number three starter and their bullpen's worn out. Well, maybe Arkansas can be in such good position because of what Hagen Smith and Brady Tiger have done. They've got their key p- pieces ready to go on a Sunday. Only problem with that is from uh, the pitching standpoint is – Going into that first game, you're talking ace versus ace. So mm-hmm. every team has that same mentality. Now it's up to how do you counter that? How, how's your batting? How are they able to come through for you? Because every team is has that same mindset where it's like, okay, we got our guy going this first game, and he should be able to give us so much, but sometimes it's not going to happen for you. Yep. That's why it's important to jump on that guy on Friday night. Try to knock him out early and mess up their whole plans for the weekend. Uh, Basketball-wise, uh, to get back to your point, yes, a and is going to be very difficult tonight. I don't, I can't put my finger on A&M, Joe, why they aren't better. I mean, they've got two really good sto- uh, scores. Heck, we saw it in Fayetteville in the first game with Wade Taylor, the fourth. He had a uh, career-high 30, what, what did he end up with? 30? 37, I think it was. Somewhere oh, around 41. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he, he hit, hit 41. the free throws at the end. Yeah, yeah. Tremont Mark was in the 30s. 35 30s. for Tremont Mark. Uh, so, Wade Taylor, excellent player. Boots Radford, another really good player. They're big. They've got big guys down low. I don't know what they're missing. I don't know why, and I like their head coach a lot. Always like Buzz. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I, I would have expected S, for SEC p- portion of their schedule to be better than 6-6. Six and six. They've got a couple of those, you know, uh, scratching loss, head-scratching losses. LSU at home was one of those. Remember the first game of the, the conference? I was like, well, 
How, what happened there? Uh, but they've defended home court against some very good. They've got three home court victories over ranked teams. So they're good at home. But then they go and lose to at Vanderbilt the other night. And you're like, how does that happen? To a team this good, with some of the victories that they have, what, what are they missing to where they're struggling on some nights? Home. Home is really important to them. But we, we know, and that's, that's every team, because we go into the season talking about Arkansas defending home court, and they should have only two home losses at the most. And so that is kind of the mindset. Now, most teams are a lot better at home than they are on the road, and that's what we're getting from Texas A&M. So tonight they do come into the game with that mentality. It's a home game. This is a team that we've seen before. We know what they bring to the table. They're thinking they should come out of this game with a win. Yeah, they they have to. That's uh, they can't afford another bad home loss. I mean, LSU's a bad home loss. LSU's not an NCAA tournament team. I know LSU went on the road Saturday and surprised South Carolina, but um, that still doesn't put LSU in the in the tournament. This this is a team that can't afford to lose to Arkansas at home, and they should be playing uh, desperate with a desperate mindset tonight. They're a very good rebounding team. They they have one of the well he is the country's top offensive rebounder, uh, averaging over four a game. And that's uh, Anderson Garcia, I think that's his name Garcia. Yes, he had five offensive rebounds against Arkansas in the first matchup. Twelve rebounds overall, so he was a little above his average of four. I think it's four point four a game offensive rebounds. He's averaging a game. It's a huge weapon. This is this is a team that can rebound it. They got scores. They got a point guard. So I don't know what they're missing, but I think they'll uh, they'll come out desperate tonight. And um, I don't know how many times I got to say it, but I don't I don't feel good about Arkansas's chances tonight. But then again, I didn't feel good against them on Saturday against Mississippi State, and they played very well. A and M's been up and down, and and that record reflects it. Where they are five hundred in conference at six and six, but. You mentioned some of the good wins that they've had at home. Kentucky and Tennessee, that's yeah. two of the best. But then Ole Miss and uh, there was another one. LSU. LSU, yeah, those two. Yeah, at Florida home. at the time was ranked. Florida may be ranked again this week. They may have been ranked yesterday, but they beat Florida at home earlier this season also. We're going to talk more Razorback basketball today. L. Ellis joins us about 210. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the Mississippi State game. Look ahead to Texas A&M and just how the team is looking and what they're thinking the last couple of games. Coach Z jumps on here at 2.30. He's already down there. He's at College Station getting ready for tonight's broadcast. So we'll get some last-minute thoughts from him. And then Joe Klein at 3 o'clock today. So a lot of Razorback talk coming your way. We also have some Razorback baseball talk. Kendall Diggs will join us in our next segment. He had a good weekend. In fact, he had the best weekend of the hitters. He leads the team in, in uh, average. He had a couple of doubles. Just uh, I thought he had a very good weekend. Had some walks. Just uh, what I saw out of him uh, at the plate was everything I thought we were going to get out, out of Kendall Diggs. exactly what we expect to get from him. And so we're looking forward to a, a really good season from Kendall Diggs, who is a clutch hitter, but now he's bringing something in, in the outfield. Brought something last season, but... Looking to do a little more this season. Yeah, got to ask him about a couple plays. How bad the wind was on Friday. Remember we were uh, talking about during the show and watching the game, and he overran the ball in the first inning with Hagen Smith, and the wind blew it back over his head on that foul line. And then uh, Bubba Carpenter said he just barely missed a grand slam, missed it by millimeters. So well, I want to find out how close he was to hitting the grand slam home run. And two, just how he feels about the team. It, it's funny because baseball is just a different animal. You know, you, you, I saw a post from somebody this morning. The Major League Baseball team wins 100 games. That's a great year. There's 162 games in a year. If you win 100, that means you lose 62 times. Right. Baseball, you lose games. And so the, I saw it online. They didn't sweep James Madison. They only won three out of four. You know, there was a little like, well, I thought this team was really good. I mean, you just got to keep in mind, this is baseball, and sometimes when you don't play well, you get beat. And that's what happened on Sunday. They did not play well, and they got beat. The only thing that I was a little surprised with was 
the scoring. I thought they would, you know, not that I'm expecting them to beat James Madison 15-5 to every game, but, you know, you look up and they only scored four yesterday. You know, they, when the game they lost, what was that, 7-4? Seven, 7-3. Seven, seven, you know, they, I thought they would score more runs. Now, with this lineup, I thought they were primed to, um, you know, average seven, eight, nine runs a game uh, against teams like James Madison. Now, this weekend, it's going to be a little tougher, but that was the only thing. But you could blame it on the weather. It was cold. First day was miserable, um, but the, not prime conditions. And sometimes, a lot of times, pitching's ahead of hitting to start the season. So maybe that's part of it, too. In a four-game series, and they don't play many of those throughout the season, you'll take three and one every time. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the only thing you can do better than that is go 4-0, and win every game. So three and one for a four-game series is, is great. No, they usually if you can go 20-10 and 10 in the SEC, you're going to win the SEC. Tw- right around 20 wins will get it, get you the SEC title. That's taking two out of three every single weekend. And uh, I'll sign sign me up right now. Two out of three every every weekend. In fact, this weekend. This weekend's going to be like an SEC competition. You've got some good teams. Oregon State's number seven in the country. Oklahoma State, uh, they're not ranked. Neither is Michigan. Uh, Oklahoma State, I think, had a... Uh, God, who they play? Was it Sam Houston? I saw they got upset one night. I don't know how they did for the entire weekend, but we know Oklahoma State... Nine times out of ten is a regional team or a super regional team. That'll be good competition. And Michigan's been one of the better teams, best teams out of the Big Ten now for a couple of years. So that'll be three good tests. If they can take two out of three, I'll take it right now. Those are the teams that are looking to play for something to prove. They're, they're, they're trying to prove something when they play against a team like Arkansas, who is highly ranked. They're trying to come away with a win and show that they do belong in that top 25. Oh, it's a feather in their cap. You got you know Arkansas's got the target on their back at this tournament. They come in as the highest ranked team at number two. So you know Oregon State wants to send a message. We need to be up there a little higher. You know seven's not good enough. They go in beat number two Arkansas. They got something to uh, talk about then. Same with Michigan. Same with Oklahoma State. Knock off Arkansas. That's a huge feather in your cap. We'll talk more about the uh, weekend Arlington. I'm excited about this. Not excited. It's Flow Sports again, I believe. Not excited about that. Well, you get something, though. Maybe. It, it, it could be worse. It could be where it's not, you don't have any options. Maybe listening to Phil. And I guess Phil's going down because he's got women's basketball. I don't know how they'll handle it for the radio network. That takes priority uh, as the season is still going on. He missed a game this weekend. For women's basketball. Okay, so we'll yeah we'll see how they do with it then. Coming up next, Kendall Diggs will join us. Thanks to Stephen Elmore and his insurance group. Very excited to have Kendall Diggs this this season. Stephen Elmore Shelter Insurance. He's coming up next. Stick around. It's out of bounds. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by River River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. This is Sports Center. In college basketball over the weekend, Woodrock beat Southern Indiana 80-62 behind Jameer Chaplin's 22 points and 6 rebounds and Mikkel Mitchell's 18 points and 11 rebound double-double. It was the Trojans' fifth straight win. They're 10-4 in OVC play, just one game back of Moorhead State. They'll take on Southeast Missouri State on Thursday. Arkansas State is also streaking as they've won five of their last six games. They took down South Alabama at 76-73. They'll face Troy on Thursday. And Pine Bluff won Saturday against Alabama State but lost to Alabama a&M last night. They'll host Prairie View on this upcoming Saturday. I'm Chris Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. 
Com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. Join Fifth Hill, the Doctor of Football, each Thursday night at 7 for the West Rock Coffee Recruiting Intelligence Report. The Doctor of Football will keep you up to date with the latest recruiting analysis. Brought to you in part by Ortho Rehab, Express Airport Parking, Diamond Medical, Blue Train, and Authentic Manhood. Only on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Arkansas treasure Maya Angelou writes, The woman who survives intact and happy must be at once tender and tough. She must have convinced herself that she, her values, and her choices are important. In a time and world where males hold sway and control, the pressure upon women to yield their right of way is tremendous. And it is under those very circumstances that the woman's toughness must be in evidence. Double B salutes the wonderful women of Arkansas. And our 34 locations around the state are here to bring quality, convenience, and value to you. Come on by, and you'll be greeted like family with a warm welcome to Doublebee's. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Are you ready for a better forklift experience? River Valley Tractor and Castle Forklift have teamed up to manage your material handling needs. From diesel, lithium, propane, and so much more, Castle's product line is versatile, ready for the next generation of consumers to make every job easier. Step into the future of forklift innovation. Choose Castle. Visit River Valley Tractor, your authorized Castle forklift dealers in Central Arkansas. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com, and ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Diamond Hogs take three or four over the weekend. We're going to have Kendall Diggs on with us every, well, usually every Monday, but yesterday they were playing, and we were off for President's Day, so couldn't have him on yesterday, so we got Kendall Diggs on today. Big thanks to Stephen Elmore Shelter Insurance for sponsoring the segment. Kendall, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How about you? I'm fantastic. All right, uh, give me a grade. Taking three out of four from uh, James Madison. What do you think? Yeah, man, I think it was really good. You know, uh, first weekend out, um, you know, there's lots of positives, a lot of things that we realize, you know, we need to work on as well. But, uh, you know, I think it's really good to get out there with this. You know, we have a lot of new guys as well, and uh, we've meshed really well as a team, but it was good to get out there and, uh, you know, get three wins. Um, you know, lots of happening in baseball. It's a long season, and uh, there's lots of things we can take from it, and uh, we're just going to keep building on it. What are some of those th- things you're going to take from it, Kendall? And you mentioned things to still work on. What are what what's standing out to you about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, if you look back at the game that we did lose, we had uh, you know a couple base running errors, just kind of more mental on the mental side of the game. Uh, and that comes with you know we've we've been working on it. Uh, you know, Coach Van Horn's huge on those little little details, especially you know in the sport. Uh, that's the difference in winning and losing a lot of games, and um, it happens. It happens. You know a whole lot, but uh, the whole goal is to minimize those mistakes and uh, so things things like that. Um, you know, maybe first weekend out, uh, some guys maybe just trying to do a little bit too much, uh, maybe a little bit too amped up, all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, we got to realize, you know, it's the same sport we've been working on playing our whole entire lives. Uh, you know, we've been 
training for the past, you know, what is it, four or five months for this moment. There's no reason to go out there and be uptight. It's just the same thing we've been doing every day. So We're talking with Kendall Dix. Thanks to Stephen Elmore Shelter Insurance. Kendall leads the team in hits, batting average after the first weekend. Six for 15, three doubles, not too shabby. Uh, how'd you feel about your your performance? Uh, yeah, man, you know, it was a good start. It was really good to get out there. Um, you know, I, I think one of those doubles, uh, I could I could thank the wind a little bit for that. <laughs> the wind was a little wild this weekend. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's really good. Uh, you know, it felt really good to get out there in front of the fans and, uh, you know, just be able to, be able to put some good baseball out there and, uh, you know, get some wins for not only the program but the state. Um, you know, the first couple of days, you know, it was cold. Uh, you know, the swing wasn't feeling really, really good. But, uh, you know, really got – came in early the next couple of days, talked to some of the coaches on what they see, watched some video. And, uh, you know, the last couple of days I felt felt really, really good uh, in the box. So I'm excited for this uh, upcoming weekend. We were watching the game Friday during our show – and I saw that double, and <laughs> that left fielder didn't even come close to it. That win must have been <laughs> terrible because yeah, yeah, it, it, it was funny. It was funny, but uh, you know, good thing they preach this. You know, we're running hard out of the box, no matter what, for that exact reason right there. Because uh, you know, uh, in, in the book, it looks like it was a uh, a liner in the gap or something like that. So, <laughs> well, the win gave you a hit there, but it also, I believe, took away an out when. Uh, uh, Hagen Smith in that first inning, you had a ball down that right field line, and uh, you were fighting the stands and the wind, and it, it blew yeah. it blew it over your head. It did, it did. You know, I came in a little bit too hard. Ended up jumped up. It did hit my glove, but it, yeah, it did. It blew it back a little bit more in the stands, but uh, yeah. I mean, the wind's a factor there, but honestly, you know, we knew that coming into it. I could have made a better read and made that play for Hagen, which uh, you know stings a little bit now, but. You know, that stuff like that happens, you know, I think every day when we get back out there, um, we're just going to keep getting better. So, Kendall, the second game had the highest output of runs on both sides. You guys scored 15, and then James Madison scores five. So what was it about game two that had such a high run output? Yeah, man, I think, you know, I think after that first game, you know, guys, uh, you know, like maybe, maybe that first game jitters, you know, that stuff's out of the way. You know, we showed up, we know what we needed to do. Um, a lot of guys calm down, and like we said, it, for for us, I think the big thing is, you know, like this weekend, you know, there was some absence. We were a little absent in some, you know, timely hitting. Uh, you know, lots and lots of guys on base, which is great, and that's going to happen in baseball, and there's no reason, you know, ever freak out about it, nothing like that. But, um, you know, I think that day we did a really good job of driving in runs when there's guys in scoring position. And, you know, in some of these other games, you know, um, you know, we stringed together a couple hits but couldn't, couldn't uh, you know, get that big one and knock some guys in, which is, you know, it's just the way baseball goes at times, and it's definitely going to happen. So, but I think that day we did a really, really good job of playing, you know, sound baseball and, you know, having the timely hitting as well. Got Kendall Diggs with us. Thanks, uh, <clears throat> Stephen Elmore, Shelter Insurance. Kendall, um, Bubba Carpenter said you missed a grand slam by a millimeter. How, how close were you to hitting a grand slam? Oh man, yeah, yeah, very, very close. I we were, I went back and actually watched that bad the swing, uh, good swing. You know, I, I, you know, it's nothing. You know, I'm upset about. Um, very, I felt felt very good. You know, I knew I was on the fastball, just a tick, tick under it, uh, and I ended up just missing it. But um, you know, like I said, that happens. Um, made the made an adjustment. And, uh, same pitcher in the next at bat, I believe, I had a double in the gap. So uh, you know, that's what it's all about is making those. Tiny, tiny adjustments in a game like this. And, you know, at bat to at bat. And um, I think our the group of guys that we have this year uh, excels at that very well. And I think that's why we're going we're gonna to just keep building, building on the top of stuff like that. And we're going we're to be elite. You've been on the field for a couple of weeks now with new teammates. This was the first series that you go into with some of those new guys. What did you see from them? First off, I mean, just like, um, you know, the guy right to, right to my right in the outfield, Ty, Ty Wilmsmeyer, um, that play he made. You know, running to that left center gap, full speed, still tracking the ball, robbing a home run. I mean, that was the most incredible play I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, it was really cool. It's really good to have him, you know, by my side, having a veteran guy that's been, you know, playing outfield, put outfield in the SEC for a long, long time. And then uh, we also have him, you know, hitting in our nine hole. But, you know, I know as far as our whole team, our whole program, we look at it as another leadoff hitter, a uh, guy that can really, really run, fights in the box, you know. Even has some power, you know. He hit a home run this weekend. Does his job. Not an easy out. So uh, really good, really good for him. Um, you know, to get out to a really good start. 
um, this weekend and just a great teammate, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, I could go all around the board. I know uh, Vahiva wasn't super pleased with himself, you know, the first couple of games, but he came around. I mean, he's single-handedly one of the most talented players I've, I've ever played with or laid my eyes on. He is going to be just fine. Uh, that kid is, you know, he's all smiles all the time, so it's really, it's really good to have him on the squad. Sprayed a lot at an amazing weekend. Uh, really good to see him out there, you know, and just playing. You know, he was just doing his thing, you know, picking it over there. Uh, hit a home run at like 43 degree launching. You don't see that every day. That was that was pretty cool to see. But uh, you know, Hudson White, uh, another one of the most pure hitters I've ever seen. I feel like that guy doesn't miss a barrel. You know, every time he's in the box. So uh, it's really good. You know, me and him were hitting one two all weekend, and uh, you know, just talking with him. You know, before after innings, uh, whether we're coming out something like that, I'm like me and you, man. And I'm really looking forward to that being the case. Uh, you know. For the, for the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, I could go on and on. Laughlin, Wagner had some RBI hits. So the squad's looking really good, man. It was, it was good to get out there with, with this group of guys, and I'm excited to see where it all goes. You mentioned Wilmsmeyer. I thought there was a mm-hmm. possibility he could be the leadoff hitter. I was wrong. And I would have mm-hmm. never guessed you were going to be a leadoff hitter. I was wrong <laughs> on that. What did you think about hitting leadoff? Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. It was cool. I liked it. I liked it. You know, um, I'm not huge on, you know, I don't I don't care where I'm hitting or playing. You know, I just want to be out there uh, doing what I can to help the team win. But, uh, I mean, yeah, if you look back to last year, I know when uh, Tavian was injured, uh, you know, we had Jared was out as well. So, uh, Jace moved over to center. I was in right. And I did hit leadoff, you know, for, what was it, two or three weeks. So, and I, you know, talked to Coach about it, too. And I told him, you know, I have no problem. He obviously just said, you know, I usually do see lots of pitches, uh try to battle don't want to be an easy out ever but uh yeah man it was cool i really liked it you know i like getting out there and uh especially that last day um it's good it's a good way to uh, set the tone and that's something i want to do i love you know i take pride in leading by example so uh you know i went up there i think it was a one two 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 count you know and hit a change up up the middle and you know gave the dugout a look try to get him pumped up a little bit and um you know that's something that uh you know i take pride in just leading by example and trying to go out there and uh set the tone for the guys Speaking with Razorbacks outfielder Kendall Diggs here on Out of Bounds. Kendall, what did you see from the guys that are on the other side from you and the pitching staff? What did you see from them this weekend? They're amazing, man. They really are. Um, I know Hagen. Hagen wasn't uh, extremely pleased with his outing, but, uh, you know, that kid is truly unbelievable. Uh, best best arm I've ever faced, best arm I've ever been around. Uh, he's going to be more than okay. I mean, if you look at the circumstances of it, I know Hayden's not one to make excuses, but, uh, you know, it was about 30 degrees, uh, wind blowing straight out. Um, you know, he, he he's going to be okay. Uh, first outing of the year. Uh, we hadn't played in weather like that in a while, but, uh, you know, people are talking there. Oh, maybe his velo's down. Uh, he's a little sporadic. It's like, I mean, if his velo's down, he's still sitting 94, 97. I think he's going to be just fine. So, uh, you know, hey, H, H is a great, great, the, I wouldn't want anyone else going for us on Fridays, you know, and uh, he um, obviously wasn't pleased with his outing, but uh, you wouldn't be able to tell. You know, he's in the dugout cheering, cheering the other guys on the second he came out of the game, so, uh, and he knows, you know, we've got his back, he's got ours, so he's, I'm really really looking forward to see him throw this Friday in Arlington. That's going to be hmm. something something you're going to wa- want to watch for sure. I think Tiger did an amazing job the next day as well. Um, I think He's going to be he, – he's Brady. You know, he's going to go out there. He's a gamer. He's going to compete no matter what, and he's going to get that job done. Um, super pumped for uh, Molina that next day. Uh, you know, he's pitching his tail off. I think he's nine strikeouts, two or three walks. Um, you know, they ended up stringing a couple together there at the end of his outing. But, uh, you know, he, he did his job for us, and I think it was really good to go out there uh, for him and his first, you know, start for us in his career and, uh, you know, kind of kind of show us show us he, this, this is what he does. You know what I mean? And uh, it was really cool to see him do his thing. And then the biggest biggest thing of the uh, weekend for me that I love is Colin Fisher going out there and just doing what he does, man. He just deals. And I was talking, you know, whether it was Coach Van Horn, Coach Hawes, I'm like, man, I love playing defense behind this kid. Um, you know, we call him Big Tona, Big Fish, uh, nicest, nicest kid that you can be. You know, he's just he's an amazing guy. You know, he just, he just does his thing. He kind of pitches. You know, if, you, if someone wasn't to tell you that he's a, he's a freshman, you'd never be able to guess. Uh, you know, for me, it's like I'm playing defense behind a vet out there. Um, just amazing pace. Fills up the strike zone. There's three pitches for strikes. Doesn't leave anything middle-middle. 
uh, and really, uh, I think he was one of the sole reasons, you know, we, we won that game yesterday was he went out there, set the tone, did more than enough for us. And, uh, you know, when, when a guy goes out there and he's pitching like that, um, we're going to do everything we can to get him the runs and support, you know, so he can keep going out there and doing his thing. So I'm really proud of him, and I think he's been huge for us this year. Kendall Diggs with us. Thanks to Stephan Elmore, Shelter Insurance. Art, what about this weekend? Uh, you got Oregon State Friday, Oklahoma State Saturday, Michigan Sunday, playing at Gold Life Field, home of the world champions, by the way, Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this weekend? I'm stoked, man. I really am. Uh, looking back last year, we opened up at Globe Life, and it's uh, kind of feels like a fever dream now. Looking back at it, but I remember walking in that place for the first time, and it was just surreal. You know, looking around that place, unbelievable. Um, as far as the stadium goes, but other than that, uh, as far as the competition goes, I'm I'm really pumped. Uh, you know, this this beat Oregon State, obviously, you know, top ten ranked, great program, has been for a long time. Uh, Friday night, in Globe Life, couldn't ask for much more. So. Uh, Especially, you know, with Oklahoma City, you know, we played them a ton in the past, what is it, two, three years, at least since I've been here. Great program as well. And then Michigan's going to be great on, on the next day. So, uh, you know, the, yeah, the competition is going to be, you know, up to par or around the same, you know, as it's going to be for us in SEC league play. So I'm really interested. I'm really excited to see how this group, you know, goes out there and just competes. It's, uh, it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. And I think this team's really, really, really going to figure figure some things out this weekend. Not only that, but, uh, you know, just kind of everyone, the, the focus level, the intensity, the competitiveness of the games and the atmosphere, all that coming together, it's going to be it's going to be a really unbelievable experience, and I'm, I'm really excited for it. All right, tell us the truth. Are you more excited about the teams you're playing, playing in that stadium, or playing in perfect weather? Man, you know... <laughs> no, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough question there. They're, they're all awesome, but in all honesty, I'd say the teams we are playing i i you know those games like that you know when it's it's our guy versus their guy it's us versus them it's just you know everyone out on that field is unbelievably talented um it's uh it's a different type of you know competitive competitiveness edge that you you know subconsciously it's just uh flip that switches and uh it's a feeling that uh, you know you really can't re- replicate with anything else so i'd say i'd say i go with that um you know, it's just really, really good baseball either way. And, you know, we were talking as a team, Coach Van Orr was talking, and, uh, you know, it's not all about, obviously, the whole, the end goal is winning, but, uh, you know, if we're playing good baseball and doing our job, it's, it's still baseball. You know, you're not always going to come out on top, but the, our goal is to play good baseball, you know, minimize mistakes, do what we can do, and control what we can control. And I think that's what, you know, we're, we're on pace to do this weekend. I'm excited to get after it. Kendall, great job. Good weekend, and good luck next weekend. We appreciate your time. Right. Of course, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I'll talk to y'all next week. It's Kendall Diggs joining us. Thanks to Stephen Elmore, Shelter Insurance. Uh, Joe, we hit a home run. <laughs> or maybe a grand slam with yeah, this dude. Always. I mean, we just went 20 minutes. I could have gone another 20 minutes with him. He is outstanding. <laughs> Thanks, Kendall. Take care. I appreciate man. I really do. Later, man. Thought of hunger. For <laughs> well, hey, you know I, what? I, try, I, I actually gave the compliments with him still on the air. I yeah. didn't realize it. I That's thought great. I hung up it worked on him. out well. Yeah, he, he's awesome. I'm I'm so excited for the rest of the year to have him on the show and and to follow him throughout the year. I mean, I, I, every time he came to the plate, I was like, I got to see what Kendall did. I got to keep an eye on Kendall. Feel like I feel like we're best friends now. He, he doesn't know me from the man on the moon, but <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic first weekend for him. Like I said, he leads the team. Six hits, six out of 15, batting 400 after the first weekend. All right, we got to take a break. Went a little long. I apologize for it. Not really, because he was so good. I, I'm not going to apologize for that. Maybe we'll just try to hit him a little earlier so we don't have to condense this last one or be so short on our last one. We'll take a phone call. Get ready for hour number two. When we come back, stick around. It's out of bounds.
There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets, priority seating and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great! You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com. Go Hogs! If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed Control and Fertilization Service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or trying to do it yourself. I did that one time and almost killed my yard. Sanders Ground Essentials saves you time and money and makes your yard the envy of the neighborhood. Don't wait. Do it now. Call Sanders Ground Essentials and get started with Sanders Ground Essentials Weed Control Program. Servicing all of Central Arkansas, including Benton and Bryant, on the web at SandersGround.com. Let's get growing! Sumo 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 is Arkansas's first ever exhibition of sumo wrestling featuring the world's largest sumo, Hiroki, who stands 6'4", 580 pounds. Featured in the movie John Wick 4, he will go belly to belly against a 6'4", 500 pound Raimi and Mindy, who is 5'10 and weighs 330 pounds. In addition, they will wrestle celebrities Roger Scott, Heather Baker, and Don Gooch. All the action will be in Hot Springs at the Bank OZK Arena on March 3rd at 6 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at www.hotsprings.org slash events. So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day, and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation, and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis? arthritis, or maybe an old injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Do like many people in Central Arkansas have done. Call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Once again, the consultation's free at QC Kinetics. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, featuring Arkansas's largest designer engaged ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18-month zero-interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Back to Out of Bounds, Westmore, Joe Franklin. It's your weekend recap brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Fun weekend. Love those three-day weekends. I can handle that. All day, every day, every week. Let's have it. Did you see a box site? Independent school districts going to uh, four-day school weeks? There are some, yeah, there are a few school districts that are doing that. I like that, man. And then uh, there's some that already have the setup where Friday is a shorter day, Mm -hmm. shorter hours. I don't think that really applies to us if we would do something like that. But 
Uh, yeah, it's great for four-day work weeks. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that little Monday. It, what's even better? When you realize today's Tuesday. Absolutely. And not Monday. It feels like a Monday, but it's already Tuesday. Question of the day has already been posted, and the uh, football playoff committee has went ahead and changed the uh, model for the playoff teams and who will get in. It, yeah, it's five plus seven. So it's the highest five-ranked conference winners and then uh, the next seven highest-ranked teams. So the question of the day for Out of Bounds is, do you like that setup, yes or no, and is there something you would change about it if you don't happen to like the setup? So you can comment if you don't like it and you want to change something about that setup. Uh, they had to change it because of the demise of the Pac-12. So it went from 6-6 six and six to 5-7. and seven. The top four highest-ranked conference champions will get the bye. They'll be the 1-2-3-4 one, one, seed. And then uh, you'll have the other eight one con- conference winner that's kind of left out of the top four, and then the uh, seven that are the highest ranked team. So there's not there's nothing in there for a non power five team or the uh, group, of group of five. Yeah, no, they can they can be that that fifth highest ranked team. Mm-hmm. They could be the fourth highest. Yeah. They could be in the top four and get one of those buys. We know the chances of that are slim to none. It could happen. It could. It doesn't. It, we'll see with the new setup, though. Yeah. We know that it was virtually no shot before. Mm-hmm. But with the new setup, it's possible because you're talking about more teams, more conferences that they're thinking about. So they could be a little bit more open-minded here. So far, the results are through 19 votes. Yes, with 78.9%. So it's almost an 80-20 split. But there's nothing in there that says you have to take one of the, what, what do they call them, the group of six. You've got to take one of those teams from outside the Power Five, or now the Power Four, or I guess the Power Five conferences. No, there's nothing. They, they, but, they left it really kind of generalized in the fact that they can change it and do what they want to, like they've always been able mm-hmm. to do. They can change it along the way. What about Notre Dame? So they're just kind of left out because they're not going to be a conference champion. Now, they, they can be one of the seven, but Notre Dame will never be a top-four seed, right? Because they'll never be a conference champion. The way it is now, the way the setup is. Is there anything written in there for Notre Dame, just in case, like an independent, it's the number one team in the country? They haven't really given any specifics on that. It was just, you know, the 5-7 model. That was yeah. the big story that was put out there, that you have the 5 plus 7. I remember reading something about the independence because of Notre Dame. I, I don't remember now. It's been so long ago. Maybe you should just join the conference, right? That's always going to be the, the, what they're putting out there for Notre Dame. Yeah. Coming up in hour number two, Coach Z will join us. 2.30. Got L. Ellis coming up next. See if they can't get a road win and b- break that losing streak. And then Joe Klein at the top of the third hour. Stick around, it's out of bounds. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance,